Mark, I'll give you a cue here. MMM Agency 100 Studio Sessions. Biolumina. Okay, we're rolling. Hi, this is Mark Iskowitz. I'm editor-at-large for MMM, and I'm super excited for you to plug into this episode of A100 Studio Sessions, a new podcast series which gives members of the MMM Agency 100 list an opportunity to riff on what sets them apart. In this episode, we're focusing on the agency Biolumina and the firm's specialization in oncology and dispelling some of the myths behind this often misunderstood category. I'm delighted to be joined by Biolumina's president and CEO, Kirsten Kantak, along with Diane Eiler-Smith, Chief Creative Officer, and Brenda Ask, Chief Strategy Officer. Kirsten, Diane, and Brenda, how are you all? And welcome to MMM Studio Sessions. Fantastic. Thank you. So, um, you know, Biolumina builds itself as the anti-cancer agency, and it's on a mission to dispel these myths um, about working in oncology primarily or chiefly that uh, it's comprised of hundreds of different diseases. Um, And while some may think that might make it boring, solemn, or serious, it's really incredibly exciting, inspiring, and creative. Kirsten, there's a question for you here. As an oncology-focused agency, is there any monotony to working in one therapeutic category? No. Sure. We often hear, um, you know, I talk to a lot of people in the course of my day and my career, and I hear from a lot of people that they, they don't want to work in an oncology that is, sorry, in an agency that is just oncology. Um, that's boring. If they don't want to work in a single disease state, they're concerned it might be depressing. And while, you know, I, I respect their decision, I, I um, respectfully disagree with them. Oncology is anything but just something. It's, as you said, Mark, it's hundreds of different diseases from liquid tumors to solid tumors. Um, If we think about early diagnosis, when it's just in a single location versus later in disease where it's spread throughout the body, um, there's there's cancers that are really rare. There are cancers that are very common. Um, And even within a single disease state, like a breast cancer or a lung cancer, there are so many different subtypes and biomarkers within it that it's multiple multiple disease states within a tumor type. So I think there's nothing boring or uh, monotonous to this, to this, to this. And I think if anything, it's really diverse as compared to some other therapeutic categories. Um, in addition to that, it's one of the most rapidly growing and rapidly changing disease areas with probably the most investment from a scientific and a pipeline perspective from big pharma companies. Um, and I think there's a stat where it's something like four, more than 40% of investments are in oncology. Mm-hmm. And sort of, certainly the pipeline is, is weighted very heavily in oncology, as we hear, um, both rare diseases and, and non. Speaking of that, I'd love to get a, a big picture perspective on how the field has changed over the last 10 years. Brenda, would you like to kind of give us an idea of that? Yeah, absolutely. Over the t- past 10 years or, or more, we have really come such a tremendous way. Deaths have declined a third since 1991 due to all these new therapies that we've had with targeted therapies, immunotherapies. And so cancer mortality in in the U.S., particularly prostate, breast, lung, they've all seen just increasing survival and better therapies. Um, And that's regardless of whether you're in the metastatic setting, uh, which is very late stage, or or these therapies are moving into earlier settings where a cure is possible. So people are living longer and longer, sometimes even decades after an advanced disease setting, which is 
just impossible to have conceived of, you know, one or two decades ago. Yeah, sometimes we, you know, think of the progress as like in- incremental, um, but and, and kind of downplay that a little bit. But for someone who who's you know in the thick of it, um, and I think there's some crazy stat like you know one out of three of us will be diagnosed at some point in our life uh, with this. Um, that uh, every every week, month, and year really counts. Um, what what does the the rapid pace of innovation in oncology mean for uh, for Biolumina? Well, it means that there's a lot more, a lot more work, a lot more things to do. Um, it, the, the pace of the science, as you said, it's, it's both incremental with, uh, frequent huge step changes in between. And whether it's an advance in, in a, in a oral therapy or whether it's a paradigm changing cell therapy, CAR T, for example, all these things are so complicated and we have to make sure that we get the information out to, people with cancer, we get the information out to the treaters in a very simple, understandable, and human and empathetic way, because the pace is changing so rapidly and sometimes even flipping on its head. We need to make sure people understand, hey, this is what this means. This is a new standard of care now. It's The world is different, and here's how you can fit into this world, or, or this, this new change fits into your practice and with your patients. So keeping it simple, keeping it human, meeting the patients where they are, all of those communication things become essential. Sure. Yeah, just to build on that, we know that patients are really becoming experts in their care and we have to bridge the gap. Uh, uh, People living with cancer and their care partners, they're more involved than ever in decision making. They've got ideas and questions about their treatment and we can't trivialize that. We have to meet them with respect and dignity. And I think as an industry, we really need to listen and engage patients in ways that we've never done before to really realize the full potential of today's advances. And as Brenda said, uh, just to reinforce, we really need to meet them where they are in terms of their knowledge and empower them to share their goals with their care team to get the therapy that's best for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's really a good point about the need for empathy in cancer care. Um, like, you know, the medical establishment certainly has the technical side, you know, down and the, the data, but the empathetic side is so important, you know, to round out, you know, speaking of, of that, there's a perception that oncology is all about the data and the science, which for many equals boring. Uh, Diane, how do you keep the creative fresh and exciting? Well, we're all inspired by the purpose of our work. Like we have this really compelling mantra at Biolumina, uh, creative with purpose. You know, we really believe that we need ideas that are as in- awe-inspiring and mind-blowing as the brands we represent. You know, we really want creative with purpose where like every element of the creative art and copy, it's living in service of a really bold idea and supporting each other in perfect harmony. And as Brenda said earlier, like we love the science, we're excited by it, we're inspired by it, um, and also the life-changing benefits that our, our brands can provide to people living with cancer. We had a recent opportunity, I guess it was last year, where we got to share some of our work before it was launched with real patients who were living with a rare form of ovarian cancer to really learn from their own experiences and it was so moving and inspiring to our team because we were literally, it was virtual, but it was, it was as if we were sitting with these women in their living rooms and understanding how our work was resonating with them. 
and to just to hear reactions from real patients, you know, they, they wanted the work plastered everywhere because they felt that someone's finally taking me seriously, my disease seriously. Hmm. And then, so yes, we're very inspired by our work. And um, we're also excited by um, some of the new advances in creative execution and delivery, including AI. So we're like really supercharged over the possibilities for even better work. Mark, it's interesting that you said earlier when, when Brenda was talking to you that, you know, obviously the, the healthcare community, HCPs have the medical side of things down, but it's interesting in that oncologists in particular, right? We've talked about how exciting and how, how much there is changing in the world of oncology. Imagine being an oncologist that you have to keep up on all the science across all of these different disease states, 200 different disease states, right? And it's all brand new science. So we can't make the assumption that they're able to keep up with all the advances that are happening. And it's important for us and the brands that we represent that we're telling the brand story, that we're making sure that they're aware of the information. Um, and that also as patients and caregivers, they're educated, they're informed, they're empowered to make sure that these, these decisions that are, you know, in many cases, life and death, they have the information and the empowerment to make those decisions and to have the right conversations with their, with the, between the patient and the HCP. Absolutely. It's a great point, Kirsten. Uh, there's just so much to keep up with, um, even for specialists, you know, in particular areas, you know, that um, we can't assume, you know, that uh, they're up on the latest, uh, which is um, what keeps you, you all going every day, you know, and doing your jobs, I'm sure. Um, how do you attract and retain talent to work at an agency that's exclusively focused on oncology? So attracting and retaining talent is something that, that keeps me up all night, many nights. Um, it's one of the most important things we do. It's one of the most important things that, that uh, Diane, Brent, and I focus on, um, right? Because we, we as an agency, we're only as good as the people who choose to make Biolumina the place that they want to build their career. Um, so from a, we, we consciously choose oncology as our focus and that in, in and of itself brings purpose. Um, we believe, as we've said, it's this, the space is really rewarding in terms of what we're able to work on, the clients we're able to work with, um, because the area is so quick growing and, and quickly changing. Um, we, and in order to really attract people at all levels of the organization, from people entering their career to people that have been in their career for a long time, maybe in other disease states, we, we, we think it's incredibly important to focus on purpose. You know, there's a McKinsey study that said, especially post-pandemic, people really want to connect to the why behind what they do. They don't just want to go into work, do a job, but they want to go to work and, and feel fulfilled, feel like they're making a difference, feel like they're contributing to the, the betterment of their community, the betterment of society. And I think the, the ability to focus in in oncology, which affects so many of us, gives a lot of people purpose. It certainly gives me purpose. And I know for Diane and Brenda, it does as well. People who have purpose at their job, also there's studies that show that they have, they're more productive, they're healthier, they're, they're more resilient. It really, it makes an impact on them. And I think that that one attracts people, but it also retains people at the agency. Um, we've heard from our, um, our teammates that, you know, they find purpose in different aspects of oncology by some really digging in and, and, and loving the beauty of the science, some around making the, the science beautiful and, and, and kind of communicating it to the world in, in simple and compelling ways. Um, making sure that we're telling these oncology stories in simple human ways, as Diane and Brenda have both talked about. Um, and in some cases, 
one of the most important things that we do is rely on our project management team in terms of getting us, helping us figure out how to get from point A to point B, from the start of an idea to an actual finished, executed project. Um, and if we think about the world of oncology, right, Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check you here. <laughs> we there's a there's a reference that we got from our medical team that it's not one in three, but it's one in two people that are impacted by cancer, wow. which is. Two of us, two of us in this four four person group, right, will be impacted by it. Um, and I think people are drawn to right the ability to make a difference. And even if it's even if it's a small difference, um, we we recently had re this really um, emotional opportunity to be able to talk to our our teammates about how the work that they do at Biolumina impacts them personally. And we heard some of the most moving stories about how they as individuals were able to help their loved ones navigate the cancer experience because of working at Biolumina, because of the knowledge they gained working here and because of their partnerships with the medical team and with the strategy team and with folks that are connected within the space. And if you think about being able to make differences at that individual personal level, what we're able to do is much larger than that, right? Because of the brands that we work on, because we're able to touch so many people's lives. Like we can have an impact, not just on each other individually, but we can have an impact on the entire oncology community, which, you know, I find obviously really inspiring. Yeah. The impact that you have is, is amplified, you know, given yeah. the broadcast tools at your disposal and, um, and the messaging uh, that you're behind. It sounds like a really incredibly fulfilling line of work. And uh, you expressed that, that really, really beautifully. What, what's next for the agency? we're on a mission. We want to, we want to change this phrase from just oncology, from a negative thing to a positive. We want people to start embracing this mantra of, I want to work in just oncology because it's the most fast paced, creative, inspirational areas that we can be involved in. Um, so that's our, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get people excited about working in oncology, um, helping them understand that it's not a niche little area, that it's a privilege to work with some of the brands and clients that we work with. Um, there, and there's so much opportunity here, right? Brenda's talked about all these different scientific advances. And we think about, you know, cell therapies, that's cutting edge stuff. We think about our DTP and DTC opportunities that we're working on as well. Th those are moving in a, in, a, in, a, in a really personal way for a lot of people. Um, there are brands in the late stage, as Brenda said, in metastatic disease, where there are no choices. And we're, ha we're having this great opportunity to launch a first new drug in 20 some years, which is just you know, I think mind blowing for so many of us. And then there's places where we're looking at early disease and it's, we're curing people. Like that's mm -hmm. remarkable where we're, we're launching targeted agents in early disease. And there's the opportunity to cure people, which again, wouldn't happen 10, 20 years ago. Um, and the, I think the other part about oncology is it, again, it's not boring. It's not state. It's not clinical. It's not just the data. It's a super competitive space in many of these disease states. So we can't just say, here's the data, choose our drug. We have to say, we have to really tell a story. We really have to contextualize it. We have to tell them what it means and why it's important for them. Um, and that that's the work that you know we've, we've built our careers on and we'll continue to build our careers on. And we feel like there's something really special about the work that we do in the world of oncology. It's special about the work that we do at Biolumina. And we want everyone to say, I wanna work in just oncology. 
Well, the, it is a very exciting area and, and you uh, personified that uh, very nicely. You really brought that to life. It, it's an area that's constantly evolving. And as it evolves and as Biolumina deepens its oncology focus, we look forward to doing this again. Kirsten, Brenda, and Diane, thank you so much for joining us on A100 Studio Sessions. We hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you.